check one two chickity check one two back at it again another one podcast number three you guys let's get into it um so we are talking about today talking about uh well really what this is going to come down to this conversation is just more about how i got started with youtube and how um, other people like you guys can get started with YouTube if you're interested in that. Um, but we're going to start it off like this. You do not have an excuse. And I wish you guys could see my setup right now for this podcast that I'm starting. Uh, I mean, I have a microphone with a dangling cable, some like extension that I got for $5 on Amazon, my vlogging Canon, and uh, my tripod is currently a Mishimoto catch can box. <laughs> I, I didn't, I, I'm not here to create excuses. I just want to start a podcast. So here we go. And you don't have to have the nicest things. So the reason that I, that I say that is because when I first started my YouTube channel, I started it with a GoPro session. So that is a $50 GoPro. And I used that GoPro session for six, seven months of making videos. We're talking like three to four, sometimes five, six videos per week. So I didn't allow myself to make any excuses for myself. I knew what I wanted to do. And when it comes to YouTube, especially when you're starting out, uh, content quantity is really the number of the game. Like you have to have a lot of content in the books to get recognized and then get people to sort of binge watch what you're doing. So, you know, I see a lot of people immediately who haven't even started making content they're like all right yeah yeah i need this like really nice camera setup i need like good lighting i need a good microphone hold up slow down like you don't even know if you want to do this you know like you have to try it first because like 90 percent of the people that try this out they don't even want to do it they try it out they buy all this fancy shit, and then they just quit so Try it out with something less expensive and see if this is even for you before you make this big investment um, into something that really isn't your bag in the first place. So, um, but yeah, like I said, you know, I had a lot of people come to me and they're like, you know, what, what camera do I need? What like gear should I get set up with? And the honest truth is use your phone, dude. Start out with your phone. Start out with a GoPro. I still use my GoPro even today in a lot of vlogs for like the entire vlog. I just use the GoPro because it's fine and it's easy. I've also noticed that when you're making YouTube videos in the beginning, it's really important to get yourself set up with a, uh, a setup that is like easy. So not something that you have to like connect a bunch of stuff to and get all these lights and this whole like production set up. You're just creating roadblocks from you, uh, from the point of you wanting to make content to the point of you actually making content. So the easier that you allow yourself this position to make the content, the more that you'll actually create. So what I've, I've kind of come up with a solution or just a, uh, a way that I like to work with my setup that is, is easy and functional and I can bring it everywhere. You know, a lot of people ask me like, why don't you use a gimbal? Because it's just another thing I need to set up. I like to have as least amount of things as possible so I can just take my camera, get out there, do what I need to do, capture what I need to capture, come home, edit and post it. I like to keep things as simple as possible. Um, 
a big reason why I like this podcast and like why this idea appeals to me is one, because I like to talk about things. And I think eventually, like obviously we're gonna have a place to do the podcast and we'll have other people on the channel, but also it, you can do this without like setting up a bunch of stuff and like having it be heavily edited. You know, like I'll spend 14 hours sometimes on a video that gets 3000 views. The point is I can make podcasts and I don't have to really put that much time into editing. Like this is, this is it. Like if I mess up, I mess up. But if I don't, I don't, you know what I mean? Like this, the point of a podcast is for it to just be raw and for us to just discuss and have an open platform to talk. So, um, you know, when it comes down to YouTube, like, like I said, just keep it simple, as simple as possible. Uh, creation is, is the most important part. You never want to get um, caught up in like the editing side of things where you're trying to polish uh, something that just isn't there. Um, what I mean by that is, you know, do your best to just focus on the creation side of things and, and later on down the road, you'll figure out your style of editing, your style of like music and all that stuff. But in the beginning, just focus on the creation part of it because that really is the most important part. And what I've come to learn is when it comes to actually recording stuff and like being out in the field, you always want to record way more than you think you need. So like when it comes to B-roll, like the B-roll that I put over this video or whatever for you guys to watch, you always want to have more of that than you think you'll actually need. So I literally like I record all the time. I just leave the camera on record and I record as many things as possible. And it's great because when I get home and I'm reviewing the footage, I'm like, oh, that was actually really cool. I didn't even mean to grab that. So there's a lot of things that you'll capture without even intentionally intentionally meaning to capture them. And you'll and you can end up using that as B-roll. It, it becomes uh, if you if you kind of train yourself to do that more and more down the road, it becomes something that you'll utilize a lot. And it's it's really important to have good B-roll in these videos. Um, B-roll is necessary because a lot of these videos where we are talking about things, you know, it's just like a person in front of the camera talking. That's not very engaging um, from like an aesthetic standpoint. People wanna see things while you're narrating, right? So the B-roll, you kinda wanna float over the narration so it keeps people engaged. Um, B-roll is like, super underrated. I think B-roll is like the most important part of it. And honestly, I love capturing B-roll. Like I will spend days where I don't even film a, a video per se. I'll just go out and capture B-roll, whether it's of my car or people walking or the city or nature or whatever. These are all things that you can utilize in a video. Um, so this, vid I, this podcast is supposed to be about, you know, not creating excuses and just kind of getting into creating a channel. But I think that we're kind of going off path here and just talking a lot about YouTube in general, which is okay, which is totally fine. Uh, something else that popped in my head, you know, earlier today when I was in the shower was like, people think that the subscriber number is important. People think that the number of subscribers that you have is like an, a very important factor. And really all the number of subscribe, like the number of subscribers that you have, like I have 60 some thousand on my main channel. That number is really just a flex for people that don't really understand YouTube. And what do I mean by that? Really what matters are your views. Subscriber count doesn't mean anything. It looks good. That's all it is. It just looks good to people that don't really understand YouTube because I mean, you can go to a channel that has a million subscribers, but if they're only getting a few thousand views per video, that is actually the worth of their channel. So for me example, right? I have 60,000 subscribers. 
I don't really have, I don't look at it like that. I don't think I have 60,000 subscribers. I think I have like 6,000 subscribers. And the reason I say that is because if you look at my videos, I get like three to 10,000, you know what I mean? Like that's the usual views that I get on my channel, which is, I'm fine with that. So really, if you look at like your average views that you get on like the past, you know, few weeks of your videos, like those are the people that are actually engaged in your content. Now, obviously it's different when like YouTube picks up a video and it goes viral. Um, but your consistent number of views that you are getting, like the average, like those are the people who are really there and like are tuning into your channel and what you're doing. So when I look at my channel, I assume that I have like five to 6,000 actual people that care about what I'm doing that wanna see, um, you know, wanna see what I'm putting out, the content I'm putting out, which is to me is amazing. Like 5,000 people, that's a lot of people, man. Um, you see a lot of people who don't really understand YouTube or are just un, they're just uneducated when it comes to the practices of YouTube. They're like, how many subscribers do you have? And you know right away, like that's such a silly metric because the number of subscribers, it's completely meaningless. Um, I know people who have sub less subscribers than me that have twice the amount of views as me. And I know people that have twice the number of subscribers as me that have half the number of views as me. You know what I mean? So like it's a, it's a terrible metric to gauge any channel off of. It's also important when it comes to YouTube to, you, you really have to just try a lot of stuff. Like you never really know what is going to be your thing or what is going to resonate with other people or what YouTube is going to pick up because that algorithm is always changing. You don't wanna get stuck in this mode where you're trying to chase viral videos because in my opinion, once you get to that point, it becomes, you might as well just go get like a desk job because you're like chasing, like you're just fulfilling a job at that point. Um, I've always just really enjoyed making the content that I enjoy. Like I know that some videos that I make aren't gonna do well. I know that buying certain cars sometimes aren't gonna be the best decisions or aren't gonna get the best views. But these are, these are the decisions that I make because I enjoy what I'm doing, because I actually enjoy making the content, you know, honing my craft, um, modifying a certain car, like that's what I like doing. And if I weren't doing what I loved to do, then I really wouldn't have made it this far in YouTube to begin with. And like, that's really important, you know? I have a lot of people that comment about like the new Supra, like, oh, you made the worst decision ever. Like, I can't believe you got the Supra. Like, your views are gonna be in the tank. But what's more important here is that the views were never the goal. Like, I just enjoy doing this. So like, regardless of what these other people think, like, I was interested with that car, you know, the Supra was interesting to me, and I was kind of tired of just doing these BMWs, these F-Series BMWs over and over and over. I needed to break it up. I needed to put something else in there to like, and the Supra was a cool car because it had BMW parts in it, but it was something new. And I also come from a JDM background, so Supra, Toyota, JDM. It all, it just made sense, and it just clicked. And I, I really wanted to switch stuff up. It was one of the best decisions I've made. And I say that because personally it like fulfills me and I'm having a blast doing it. And it's like new content and there's all these exciting things that I get to build off of with it. So it's important to make sure that you're not listening to other people because you're gonna have a lot of people in your ear. Um, I mean, you don't even need to listen to me, that's fine. I'm just giving you my advice or my opinion, but you're gonna have a lot of people in your ear like telling you what to do or telling you what's not going to work. You need to just try your own methods out and see what works and what doesn't work. Um, there are certain things that, you know, I, 
I get a lot of criticism for certain things and I take bits of it and I try to apply it to the parts that make sense in my channel and what I'm doing. But if it doesn't align with what I want to do, then I just don't even bother dealing with it because it's like, why? You know what I mean? You're just catering to other people at that point. Um, no matter what you do in YouTube, you are not going to make everyone happy. So you, you need to be upfront with yourself and upfront with that and understand that you should just do what you want to do because you'll never please everyone. That is the game of YouTube and it's unfortunately just filled with a lot of trolls in general. You'll never have a YouTube channel or make, or make yourself vulnerable in general. Um, without receiving some criticism or some hate. That is just part of it and you need to get better at learning how to take that criticism because look, haters are a part of the game, man. Like whether you like it or not, you can go on my TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, you will see haters all over the place. It's just part of it. And honestly, I welcome them in because they are still watching my videos, they're still engaging in the content and that helps me in the end. Whether they know it or not, they are also helping fulfill my dreams, which is like kind of funny, right? Because like a hater's they think their job is to like bring you down and really they're like kind of pushing you up. <laughs> so that's, it's kind of ironic, right? And then the other part of it is I think that you just, you never want to take it too seriously. Like make sure that you're always having fun with it. Um, it's good to take certain parts of it seriously, you know, the business side and all that stuff. But when it comes down to it, make sure that you're having fun doing it because if you're not having fun doing it, you're just going to end up quitting. And that's, that's the reality of it. You know, that is really like the premise of it. Make sure that you're having fun because the moment that you stop having fun and this becomes just like a job, you know, repetitive nature, it just, you're just not going to enjoy doing it. And it's, you're going to hit a roadblock. You're going to hit, uh, you're going to get tired of the content. You're not going to want to make it anymore. You're going to feel like you're going to get, um, burnt out. You're going to feel like you need to take breaks. I do see like friends of mine that I know that make content and they just keep doing the same thing. And I think they do it because they know that they can get like views from it, but it's like, oh my God, like I would hate to have to be in that position where I just have to do the same thing because like that's what my audience wants. I would hate to be in that position because you are literally just catering to other people um, based on what you create. And your creation should never be based off of what everyone else wants. It should always be based off of what you want as the creator. It's fine, obviously, to like sprinkle in things that you think will go viral or are catering to the algorithm and stuff like that. Like, that's okay. Like, we all got to get paid, right? Like, I totally understand that. But um, never, but never compromise your content or the value of what you are creating just to get views and clicks. You, you never want to do that. Make sure that you are putting enough content in there that is different, that you are, you can try new things out. Who knows? Like maybe you just try something off the cuff and then that ends up picking up and going viral and you find out that you like that thing more than the normal content that you usually put out and you have this whole new world of content that you can start creating. And to dive a little bit further into that, you know, with YouTube, you really don't know like what's going to pop off. I've spent 20 plus hours on a video and it only got a couple hundred views. I've spent less than an hour on a video and it went viral. You know what I mean? So like you never really know like what is going to be that content that pops off. It's just good to make sure that you are creating content that people can continue to watch and stick around. They call it binge worthy content, you know? So like when I first started out with with YouTube, I make a, I made a ton of Beamer code videos. And the reason I did that is because I wanted to be that guy. I wanted people to be able to find me based on Beamer code and BMWs. And I also wanted people to be uh, engaged into the channel. So they watched one and they're like, oh, well, I wanted to figure out this other thing with Beamer code. And then they watch another one and then they watch another one and then another one that is binge worthy content because it keeps them engaged into my channel. So 
that's another aspect about YouTube that you can kind of think about when you're creating your channel. Like how can I keep people around? Like what, um, you know, playlists of videos can I create to kind of keep people, keep people engaged as much as possible. So these are just a few tips for you guys. Um, hopefully this helped you out. This is just like a general YouTube discussion video. Uh, how I think that you can really, you know, improve your chances and just your overall happiness when creating YouTube videos and just sharing my experience that I've had creating YouTube videos for the past three years. Um, you know, like I said, man, I love it. Like it, it is a job to me. Like this is in fact my job, but also at the same time, I love it. I've put myself in a position where I'm able to just enjoy this and try new things. And I'm very fortunate for that because I don't have to get stuck on this one piece of content. I can really just go out there and try a bunch of different stuff and experiment, which is more, that's the most exciting part to me. You know, it's not uh, knowing everything about a certain car. It's learning about these cars. So like I get really fired up. Like when I get a new car or I know I'm going to like bring in a new project, I get super fired up because I get to learn about the whole new platform. I make sure to never like rebuy the same cars because I want to learn. Like that's the whole point of this, of life. Like we're out here just trying to learn as much as possible and knowledge is power, bro. Knowledge is power. Anyways, guys, thank you so much for watching the podcast channel. Uh, I love you and I'll see you in the next one. Peace.